So yeah, I can be a pilot. At the Air Force Academy, I can be anything. Army and Navy, play for second. That's a long, big, beautiful blue line. You have some grit, you have some perseverance. I'll tell you what, you can do it now all areas of life. That's just the way you gotta compete. Welcome to Thin Air. What's going on, everybody? We're back for another edition of our podcast. What's going on, Archie? What's going on? Not much. Do you like that intro? How you doing? Good. Do you like how I just rolled into it? I didn't do the, hey, it's week seven, because we said last week we were going to lose count, and sure enough, that's exactly what happened. And before we uh, started the podcast, I was trying to re- remember what week we were on, and I realized I had no idea, and I was just going to make it up if you asked me. So Yeah, that's awesome. So... That means that if we're losing track, chances are you guys are losing track, and we're all getting to know each other here, and uh, we're getting some loyal listeners, and we love you all. Uh, crazy week at the Academy, crazy week in sports, crazy week in everything. A lot to talk, cover today. Um, we, I don't know, I think both Archie and I were uncomfortable discussing some of the, the more highly like news events and the more politicized things that happened at the Academy this week. But I guess we'll touch on it really quick. Um, I don't really want to get into it too much because I think that General Silveria talked about the the whiteboard thing the best, and I think that there's still an investigation going on in terms of the the lockdown that happened on Friday at the Academy. Uh, but we'll just touch on it a little bit. And first of all, I mean, we really haven't discussed this, Archie and I haven't, so you're getting basically my raw, unfiltered opinion on this. Um, as much as we joke around, and we might make jokes that seem cynical and kind of against whatever the Academy's policies are and things like that. Um, it's all in good fun. And I think that the biggest point that we both discussed when we started this entire crazy fasting below average thing is that we're about organic unity. We want unity to come in the form of that people are rallying around something. And it's not that you're being forced into it or that it's something that you kind of roll your eyes at like, oh, yeah, unity. It's that we are here for a common cause, and it's for humor and the fact that we're all really proud to be Academy graduates. So, I mean, maybe that's kind of dancing around the issue a little bit, but that's just my take on it. Do you have anything to add to that? No, that's, yeah, that's exactly right. And uh, like you said, we don't usually kind of touch on serious topics like that. Uh, A lot of people wanted us to touch on, especially what happened on Friday with the um, active shooter versus fake active shooter kind of thing going on. And keep in mind, we're not um, at the academy, so we're just kind of off at a distance, word of mouth, which is probably uh, even more diluted and skewed on what actually happened versus what a lot of people already know anyway. So it would probably be uh, not the best for us to really even give our opinions on that because we truly don't know what happened. But um, real, not real, whatever did happen, obviously it was a scary and uh, kind of – yeah, scary time for the people there and the family and loved ones of the cadets there. So uh, luckily, it wasn't. doesn't look like anything really came of it, and everybody was safe, so that's all that really matters. Yep, that's the biggest thing. So, yeah, sorry. We, I mean, I sent out a blast a little while ago asking for people to send us stuff they wanted us to talk about. If this didn't fit it, I apologize, but that's really all I have to say. We just want everybody to be safe. We're here for fun, and that's really it. So... Um, yeah, now on to the normal business. Let's talk a little bit of football. Um, 
I don't know. Do you think it's time to to get a little nervous? We got we got Navy next week, and we're coming off of two, three losses in a row right now. Um, not remember, a great look. What do remember, you uh, remember the other week when I talked about how, uh, in my mind, we should compete every year to be undefeated, and and how a lot of people might just be happy with only beating Army and Navy. Yeah. I kind of just want to beat Army and Navy at this point. Yeah. No, I, I and I agree with that. So as far as last night's game, I think that we're just in a really weird spot right now. So think about it. The first game we had, um, it was an FCS game, so we beat the snot out of VMI, and then we had a week off, and then we rolled into Michigan where I thought that we outplayed Michigan, um, but they were just outcoached us. And then we rolled into another week right after that against rank opponent with SDSU where we lost that game, and at most of the game I think it looked like we should have won. Um, and then again, I claimed that that was coaching issues and I still stand by that. I think that those were both play calling and coaching issues. And then this week it just appeared that basically we didn't show up to play. It seemed like our defense wasn't really clicking. We were giving up those really weird, like 10 to 15 yard passes and then picking up the man from our, from our secondaries was not something that was happening very smoothly. Um, offense looked okay, but it still just wasn't, wasn't able to string anything big together. Uh, I'm not really one to take credit for this necessarily because I don't think that the coaching staff is listening to us, but it appears that the coaches were making way better play calls. Uh, they were being a little bit riskier. We were closing the gap. We didn't have as many of those third and longs um, as we've seen basically in the last few weeks. So I was really happy about that. Um, but yeah, it just seemed like nothing ever clicked. And I'm also concerned because it's like two weather delays in a row. That's going to throw you off your game. And especially with teams that have coaches who are more experienced um, than ours, we do. Have, we have a lot of young coaches. We have a lot of like guys who just graduated who come back and coach a little bit. Um, and then we have a lot of people who, I mean, I don't know the entire breakdown, but I, I am aware that um, you know these people aren't necessarily professional coaches. All of them. Uh, some of them have more military backgrounds than they do coaching. So I understand that it's easier to regroup for some for some teams, especially like you know, it gives you kind of an advantage when you're just into the second quarter and you get to take a huge break there because you can manage the clock better and come out and strike harder. So that was a big problem I saw. Um, I don't. I just don't have much to say on it. So what do you think? Like That was a tough loss. Yeah, it was a tough loss. I mean, it was close for a while, and then they just kind of blew us out. And um, I think you touched on all the main points, and I think we just need to look forward, especially probably arguably the biggest game of the year against Navy next weekend. Yeah, I mean, it's this is the real. This is, if anything, I think the first game really of our season of what matters for us is going to be against Navy. And now I think one of the advantages, I really, I don't think Navy's going to be able to scout us. Like I, any film that they have from this year, I don't think is realistic to assume that that's the kind of team that we are. Uh, I've watched a lot of Navy and Army's games uh, just by the virtue of the fact that it's always on right before our games come on, and. Both of those teams have basically just played cupcakes, cupcake teams, like, and they're not doing particularly great. Navy's squeaked out a couple wins, but um, I don't know. I, I'm I'm nervous about the game, and I don't know what it's going to take. I don't think it's going to. I think it's going to be that our players are going to have to show up, and the play calling is going to have to be very very tight. And we can't afford a lot of big mistakes uh, like we had in the last game with some of the fumbles. Ball security is going to have to be a huge thing. As is always, the Navy defense I've noticed has been forcing a lot of fumbles, um, and they've been they've been stripping the ball a lot. So I don't know. I'm nervous. I'm excited but nervous at the same time. 
and playing at Navy Marine Corps, uh, it's a it's a tough environment. It really is. They're very loud there compared to a lot of the teams that we play. So we'll see. Yeah, and just going back to uh, uh, the game this week. On a positive note, we did even for a game in freaking New Mexico. There's a lot of good FNBA gear being repped out there. We saw the cheer squad rocking the flag out there, so that was awesome, and we uh, appreciate the support. Yeah, thank you guys. Yeah, that's awesome to see. So that's, I mean, that's all we got on on football recap. Uh, hopefully next week we'll come out swinging a little bit harder. We'll be a little more excited. Uh, come on, football team, stoke us out. If you guys are listening, give us something to uh, to get hyped about. So let's just roll in. Uh, we're going to do some segments now. Uh, let's talk a little behind enemy lines. Uh, do you have a topic for us this week? I do. What do you got? All right, so it's kind of short but i think people saw it maybe on our instagram story but a kind of video went viral from the naval academy where i think the brooklyn nets stopped in they were kind of doing some training camp stuff there i would assume Uh, kind of like how the spurs did it a few years ago at the air force academy and uh i don't know if this kid challenged do you know who the brooklyn nets player was i don't i'm also not a huge basketball yeah neither do i i only watch air force basketball well the brooklyn nets also aren't a very good team which is probably why they're playing why they're at navy yeah, it was, uh, but, I can I can tell um, you with certainty that it was not Kevin Durant. <laughs> yeah, it was not Kevin Durant. <laughs> uh, I think Jason Kidd is their coach. It wasn't Jason Kidd. Yeah, um, that's that's about the extent of what we got there. But uh, I don't know if a kid challenged this Brooklyn Nets player or what. But um, they basically did a little one on one with a mini basketball hoop in the middle of their equivalent of Mitch's, um, and. The kid just goes up for a layup, and I don't know what he expected to happen, but he just got absolutely demolished by this Nets player. And it was pretty funny to see. Um, you love to see something go viral, especially when Navy's kind of losing. Um, and I would just say that, I don't know, I think, honestly, the Spurs players and they're at the academy, they just knew not to really even step into that realm with the cadets because they didn't want to get embarrassed by an Air Force guy. So, I don't know. That's my take on it. Yeah, I think that... It was. It really was a weird move by that kid. It was kind of embarrassing for him, uh, and I I loved the absolute rejection. I actually love a lot of those videos that you'll see. Um, you'll see it with whenever NBA players have like their own training camps or not training camps, but summer camps for little kids, and you'll have like an eight year old trying to cross up like James Harden <laughs> or something like that, and he just smacks it in their face. That was the exact thing, the exact same thing that it looked like. I mean, as a grown up man, I would assume. I know going against an NBA player is like one thing. But I would assume that you wouldn't just get demoralized right in front of your face. And it was like with a mini basketball, so he wasn't even dribbling it or anything like that. And it just, it was it was bad. It literally looked like a two-year-old going up there. So I don't know if the kid, if that was like his shtick, he thought it was funny to do, but it, he just ended up looking like an idiot. And I think hopefully yeah. if that's the attitude that they take with everything, then maybe we will have a good week against them in football this week. So I don't know. It should be easy. Yeah. All right. So mine also a sports thing, kind of similar. So the Devils, the New Jersey Devils, are going to West Point for their training camp, uh, hockey team to, yeah, to do all their training. And they basically came out and said that they're hoping that they're going to be able to bond at West Point, and that they're hoping to learn from the cadets. So my whole thing is not a great look for West Point. Uh, that the Devils are literally coming into your place and hoping to learn something from you. What does that say? Does that say that West Point's evil? I don't know. I think so. I think there's something to be said about that. What do you I think, think that makes. I mean, that's what makes sense to me. 
It's yeah. like they, they're constantly trying to get better, but how does the devil really get better? It gets even worse by getting better. Yeah. Well, and not trying to have like two stories kind of packed into one of my behind enemy lines, but at the same time you heard about that kid who's the lieutenant um, who got called out because – not called out. He called himself out. He posted on social media basically saying that he's a communist and that communism is going to win and that General Mattis is like evil and stuff. And so I'm just saying maybe maybe the devils heard about that and they were like, ooh, a little evil. Yeah, just go to West Point. <laughs> maybe maybe yeah. we can learn something. So connecting <laughs> the dots, man. Yeah, so uh, you know what? And maybe it's like poking fun at West Point right now is not the best thing to do considering the fact that we've had a wild week at, at the Air Force Academy. But um, yeah, Army, get your manses, please, because that's pretty embarrassing that you guys have a an outspoken like Marxist communist uh well, if there's one thing we can do here at FNBA is deflect things off of Air Force towards Army. So yeah, and actually, we're, you know what? We're gonna be. Do you want to be? Do you want to do something pretty groundbreaking here? I have an idea. Oh, I'm down. We're gonna be the first military podcast, first uh, United States Air Force Academy podcast, actually Academy podcast in general, uh, to come out and say that we don't support communism. Boom. Yeah. So if. I mean, find me a. Find I don't me hear a Army or Navy doing that. Yeah, find me in a, a Naval Academy West or West Point one that's going to go ahead and say that they don't agree with communism. Because as yeah, far find, as I know, find me a, a Navy. Uh, find me a Navy Naval Academy satire alumni based group that's uh, saying they don't support communism via a podcast. Yeah, I'm not going to find it there, guy. Yeah, so <laughs> behind enemy lines. Um, actually, this is this. If you think about it, this is the closest thing to an actual like us getting behind enemy lines, literally entering the fight against communism. I didn't think we were going to be doing that when we started this whole thing up, did you? No, changing the world. Yeah, but we're fighting the good fight, and that's what we're doing. Uh, so let's roll on. I feel like we've been kind of negative so far. But you know what? You guys at the Academy, we ask you for submissions, and we ask for stuff. you got to keep it, help us keep it positive. We've only got had negative things to say so far. So let's roll in into this is... I guess, actually, I don't even know why I said that there, because this is still kind of negative, but this is at least us. We can get hyped for this one. Spoken like a true cadet, uh, as you guys know, the rules of this segment is we pick something out that we don't like that cadets say, and uh, we hopefully just crap on it enough to where you guys feel like you shouldn't be saying it anymore. So you came up with this week's one, so I'll let you introduce it. Okay. Yeah. This is one that has bothered me forever. And I actually kind of forgot about it after I graduated. And then, uh, I was thinking about some topics for this and I reminded me of it and I can like vividly picture the type of people that say this. It's like when you're a freshman sitting at a random table at dinner and there's some weird upperclassmen there and they're talking, this is the stuff that really would just grind my gears. It's the people who basically upperclassmen specifically, especially the ones who work basic and, you know, are around these cadets forever. They love to refer to the four degrees in their squadron as my four degrees. Like it's possession. They'll be like, yeah, my four degrees did this. My freshman did this. Whether it's good or bad, it's always their freshman. And don't get me wrong. I understand Dooley is like Spanish for slave or something. I don't know what, what, it, what language it translates to slave in, but I understand Dooley is slave, but they're not yours. They're their own people, and a lot of them are probably older than you, so keep that in mind. 
Well, um, I don't. So just try and. I, I don't want to interrupt you, but I do want to say that Wait. I don't know what dually means in Spanish, but I took Spanish. So I think dulito means little dually. So I'm just throwing that out there. <laughs> El dulito is the little dually. Yeah. Yeah. No, so children's I'm so in on that. I completely agree. That's that's one of the, the most annoying things that people say. And actually, I'm going to kind of expand on that. People love saying that about Air, Air Force stuff in general. And usually what it is is it's taking the smallest amount of authority that somebody could have and just letting it go to their head completely. So somebody, like you'll have like an AMT who's running a course. They'll be like running something so small, like one section of an obstacle on the obstacle course. And they'll be like, welcome to my obstacle. You will not do this to my <laughs> obstacle. And it's like, what are you talking about? And please tell me how your nine weeks that you spent at Lackland, as well as a follow on of communications tech school gave you the authority to claim air force property as your own. Like, and it's the fun. I don't know. I just always find that hilarious. Uh, when yeah, I must've people- slept through that, that class. Yeah, well, it's dark, man. It's like it really is kind of a dark thing. So if you if you're saying that, uh, if you're trying to claim stuff as your own and people as your own, maybe take a look inside yourself because I don't know. I guess that would assume that people kind of have some issues if they're if they really need to drive that authority on themselves. So I don't know. Probably right. Pretty funny. So that's more negative stuff from FNBA today. Yeah. All right. Okay, so the last topic was supposed to be positive, but this is actually the last topic is called Doomsday, and we're going to talk about the worst <laughs> yeah. things that have happened at the academy. Yeah, we're just gonna, <laughs> we're going to name every single scandal that's happened in the last thirty years. No, so let's talk about soups list. Uh, so we're coming up on a long weekend, and actually, uh, in typical fashion, I didn't one hundred percent do all the research. I don't know if the academy has a long weekend for Columbus Day, but if you do, we do. Yeah, we do. we do, so sorry, guys. But if you have a long weekend, uh, let's go ahead and list off the best places to spend uh, a long weekend. you want to go first? I'll go first. Okay. All right. First is Las Vegas. Whoa. It's a classic cadet move. Yeah. Um, everybody does it at least once, except uh, confession time. I never did it. But I've heard it's a great time. I went once. Basically, you go to Las Vegas. Um, you spend like a quarter of your cadet loan to pay for a penthouse um, and all these things. That way, you can kind of Snapchat it and pretending like you know you're a baller. Mm-hmm. And then um, you also drop about half your cadet loan at the roulette table, and it's kind of it's exciting. You know, either you're gonna come you're gonna come out of it with double the money you made, maybe triple the money you made. Or you're going to lose it all. And either way, you have a great story to tell your kids. Yeah, I like that. The one thing I will say about Vegas that always cracked me up is the kids who I would always find would go. And so you're saying namely on like long weekends. Um, I had a stop over in Vegas over spring break of junior or senior year. And I don't know. That was okay. Yeah, I didn't. I, I always felt like there was somebody who would come out and say, oh, yeah, man, I... I Went in and I put down like a hundred bucks on the roulette table and won like ten thousand. I'm just like, okay, well that doesn't add up, but whatever. And that did not happen for me. I went into the aria and had my lunch promptly taken within about thirty minutes. <laughs> and the lady looked yeah. at me like if I was going to be okay, offered me a cigarette, and I was like, sure. And I don't even smoke, so <laughs> uh, 
So that's bad. But yeah, I always feel like the kids who go to Vegas, it's just the people you don't expect it. It's like the quiet kid. And they'll be like, it oh, is. what'd you do this long weekend? Like, all I did was just kind of hang out. And they're like, yeah, I went to Vegas. It's like, what'd you do? It's like, well, you know what they say. What happens in Vegas? And they're like, I always thought that was a joke. <laughs> but all right, weirdo. So yeah, that's a pretty good one. All right, what do you got next? My next one is Denver. Uh, it's classic. Mm-hmm. Pretty much what it involves in is... You go up to Denver, get a hotel room, you cram about 30 people into it, uh, and then you go out every night and you try and convince people at the bar that you're not a cadet from the Air Force Academy yeah. because that's literally how you spend a probably 90% of your conversations is trying to pretend like you're not a cadet when you walk up to like a group of girls and the first thing they ask you is, are you a cadet from the Air Force Academy? Yeah. Well, let's, 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 I mean, let's slow that one down a little bit, a little bit, because I think that Obviously, every single person who listens to this uh, podcast that's either a cadet or a graduate has been to the has been to Denver or will go to Denver in some form or fashion. So let's do the whole weekend. So Friday, everybody meets up. You leave. You drive up. Probably stopping for a nice Chick Fil A dinner in Castle Rock. Going to keep Castle Rock exactly. <laughs> yeah, I will say if you're going to try and get a hotel room. That night, then you go to Bubbles at Castle. Oh Rock. yeah, Bubbles too. Bubbles always has the best, uh, the best liquor deals. If you're gonna try and get your hotel that night, the best opportunity you're gonna have is what is it? The Marriott? Is that the one? Or the no, Sheridan, the Sheridan probably. Because the, the Sheridan has like ten thousand rooms. If you're gonna try and get a room anywhere else, it's just not gonna work. And then you're gonna consume about an entire handle of vodka in your room, um, with about thirty-seven thousand Bud Lights between you and your friends. And then you're all gonna go out as um, Archie said you are basically going to deflect questions about whether or not you're a cadet for four hours. You're going to try and meet somebody who is uh, of the opposite sex or maybe of the same sex. We're not judgmental here. You're going to strike out miserably and you're going to end up at 2 a.m. with Taco Bell all over your chest, passed out in your bed. You're going to wake up. You're going to have. You're going to head down to brunch with you and your buddies. You're going to drink about 30 bottles worth of champagne and mimosas. Immediately afterwards, you're going to stumble out of there in kind of a drunken stupor, head back to your hotel, take a nap, and then repeat the whole thing over that night. And you're going to do that for two yep. or three days. You're going to wake, and then you're going to have to head back down to your drive to the spring. And as soon as you get back to your room, you're going to be like, that was a horrible weekend. You're going to check your bank account and be like, that was a really horrible weekend. And then guess what? The next three-day weekend that comes around, you're going to do it all over again. So, yeah. That was the uh, pretty much the extended version of what I was talking about, but I'm glad we kind of fleshed it out a little bit. Well, I just wanted people to know, especially like the freshmen who are like, oh, I can't wait to turn 21, or like, yeah, maybe the people who are about to turn 21, they're like, man, what's it going to be like? Is it going to be so cool? I bet going out and telling everybody that I'm a cadet, everyone's going to love me. No, everyone hates you, um, yep. and that's pretty much it. <laughs> yeah, that's a nice little rundown for him. Yeah. You ready for my third one? Yeah, but I will say Denver is classic, and you got to do it. It's a lot of fun. So, go oh, on. yeah. Greatest weekends of my life, worst weekends of my life, all in one. Yeah. Um, my last one is kind of like after you've had a few of those Denver weekends, it's going to like whichever one of your friends in your group has the chillest sponsor family. Mm. And you just like go over there and you just pretty much marinate and pretty much become one with the couch and you yeah. never leave. You never see the sunlight and you just order pizza and drink and. And then you just kind of get lost in the TV for like three days. Yeah. You like, you'll just be in a trance and you'll just kind of like wake up and you'll freak out and you'll be like, I gotta get back to the Academy. And they'll be like, dude, chill out. It's Saturday afternoon. And then like randomly every once in a while an Air Force Academy, uh, commercial will pop on the TV and you'll be like watching your classmates and it just kind of makes you really stressed out and sad because you realize you have like six GRs the following week. Yeah. 
This. Yeah, actually, you're kind of making the Sunday scary set in for me right now. So, <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> this was supposed to be our positive, <laughs> our positive segment, and we're just making it negative again. Um, all right, one so, of those days. So, can I do mine now? Yeah. All right. So, the first one on my soups list of long places to go is your dorm room with everybody gone. Super, super underrated. If you can be in the dorms with absolutely everybody gone at Usafa. It is maybe one of the best feelings. You can do literally whatever you want. You can walk to the shower without a bathrobe. You can play your your cadet speakers as loud as you want, watching Netflix all weekend, and it's just a really great feeling. So I'm going to say that is like one good thing. And then at the end of the weekend when everybody comes back and everybody's stressed and they have like long beards and stuff, your Sunday is so relaxed, and you check your bank account. And it's not great because you're just a cadet, but it's a lot better than it would have been. So that's, that's my number true. one. Uh, do you ever do that? You ever have a long weekend at the Academy? Yeah, I've done that before. And this is kind of off topic, but it just reminded me, you know, there's some things that you go through at the Academy that I feel like no matter how old I get, I will always remember that exact feeling. Like yeah. I can vividly still remember being in PC gear, like when it's cold out and you're, even though it's like negative 10 degrees out, by the time you get to Mitch's, you're just sweating profusely. Yeah, and you walk into Mitch's on a Sunday afternoon for 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 dinner, and they have the big screens up, and they're playing a Sunday night football game on TV, and you kind of like go through the line. You you try and rally like one friend to come with you that was that hasn't you know isn't still traveling back from Denver or Fort Collins. Yeah, and you go through the line and you get your dinner and you just kind of sit there like making small comments to each other, but you're both so again we're getting so negative, but. You're both just like so depressed that the weekend's over and it's freezing out and it's the dark ages and you have to like study for a GR that night. And you're just trying to eat your, I don't even know, they had this like weird meat that they always used to make on Fridays. Um, I can't even remember what um, it was called. Are you talking well, about on Fridays or Sundays? Oh, I'm sorry, Sundays. I was going to say, I don't think I've ever been to Mitch's on a Friday, even like restricted. But. No, no, no. <laughs> it's a psychopath move. Yeah. The one thing I will say that was pretty cool, and this the reason why I was so excited when we got uh, a submission a while ago of, of a cadet, and he was grilling burgers on a George Foreman, um, I used to go over to my buddy's room, like freshman year, if we would just go out in the springs or something, or no, I guess this would have been sophomore year, because I was 21 then, and during the football season, I guess what would happen is we would get those packs from Mitch's for the tailgates, and whatever burgers and stuff were left over, they would bring back to the squad, and they wouldn't reuse them. They would just keep them in the fridge and, and the freezer, and they would use them for, like, squadron events. And so yeah. what we would do is we would go out all Saturday night or whatever and come back, and we would grill up the MWR burgers from meant for the tailgate that were leftovers on a George Foreman and just watch football all day in the dorm. And it was like awesome. And that wasn't necessarily like a long weekend thing, but you got to make the dorms kind of your home and do whatever you can. So that was like pretty fun. All right. Second, uh, yeah. going up to Boulder. So once again, I, I know these all seem kind of like, well, yeah, no, duh. that's what you're going to do on the weekends. You're going to just go to these different places. But Boulder is something special because it's one of those things where you will just find yourself in kind of a stupor all weekend. There's always something going on up there. You just got to be like actually cool. If you go in there rolling in, 
being a hardo and saying that like you're a cadet, everyone's gonna hate you because I mean, quite frankly, all the stereotypes fit. They are just hippies up there. But if you're just cool, they I feel like it's probably the best school for people just letting you come and party and hang out with them. So what we used to do, and this is back when I was at the prep school. Uh, this is just so stupid, and I don't know how it works because when I went up there freshman year and tried to do the same thing, it like didn't work. So what we would do is go, and we would just drive up as a group. We would borrow somebody's car. There'd be like five or six of us, and we would park at the baseline, which is like the dorms for the freshman cadet or cadets, the freshman students. And then we would take what was called the buff bus up to the hill, and that's where all like the fraternity houses were and all the house parties. And our plan was, okay, we've got to meet somebody. Like, you've either got to meet a girl or somebody who's just cool and we'll just let you pass out because we don't have a place to sleep. And trying to fit <laughs> six people into a car is just not going to work. So sometimes it would work. And it was funny because we would, like, and we also needed people to let us into the parties. So we would just, like, get, and not condoning underage drinking or anything. But we would basically be trashed by the time we got onto the buff bus. And we would try to introduce ourselves to people and try to be likable enough to where they'd be like, oh, I'm going to this party. I can get you in. And um, so that was always fun. Nine times out of ten, no, it did not work. And we would end up basically passed out in the back of like a Ford Explorer uh, with six other dudes. And it would be like almost wintertime with one (sighs) gross blanket just to put over us. Uh, but it's still a good time. It's <laughs> still really fun. And if you spend an entire weekend up there, uh, like I said, it is a hippie community. Chances are somebody will be nice to you. So I would recommend doing something like that. It's also really easy to do on the cheap. Uh, third and final, as you said, Vegas is a classic place to go. We're talking poor man's Vegas. Uh, Cripple Creek, right? I don't even... Oh, yeah. I don't even actually know where Cripple Creek is. I know... I think you drive south. I've been there like three or four times. And when I say that it's poor man's Vegas, it is the weirdest thing because it's like, I almost wonder if it had a heyday when it was super popular or something because the casinos there are pretty big. They're like really large. They have a lot of tables and stuff, but none of the tables are ever open. Granted, usually when I would go there, it was after a night of partying when somebody said that it was a good idea to go to Cripple Creek and then we would show up at like 2 a.m. and then ask for a room and try and gamble and lose like like 500 bucks and that would be it and but the one thing that is cool is it's the, one of the only places that i know that they allow smoking in the rooms and so even if you're not a smoker <laughs> i think it's hilarious to just go in there and just like burn cigarettes like they're incense uh at the cripple <laughs> creek uh for doing that on your long weekend so those are my three pretty weird a lot of strange a lot of strange birds walking around cripple creek but that just I, is a casino <laughs> thing in general I know. And I think you mix mountain people with casino, and it's just a weird mix. Yeah, I also did do the $8.99 buffet at one of the casinos up there. You have to. Blackhawk? I think, I, I can't remember exactly which, which one it was, but that was a sight to behold. Like, if you. Where move, else can you get coconut shrimp and chocolate fondue all within like three feet of each <laughs> yeah. other, besides in Golden the, Corral? In the Rocky Mountains of Colorado. Like, I, <laughs> it was an unreal buffet that I got. I. Like, the bacon didn't look like bacon. It looked like uh, plastic bologna is the only way I would describe it. I don't know. <laughs> it was weird stuff, so. Um, is it the bacon that looks like fruit by the foot, but just, like, bacon-colored? Yeah, yeah, and kind of tasted, like, fruity, like a little fruit by the foot. I don't know. Oh, you're talking about fruit by the foot. Yeah, I just went, 
I just went to the dollar store and got some fruit by the foot. <laughs> That's all that happened. That Case was... closed. All right, let's move on. <laughs> all right, yeah. So CSP rule change, as you guys always know, that we're just trying to make the CSP better. We're trying to make the cadet experience better. So this week, we're going to talk about a rule change that's near and dear to our hearts. This one is not like a direct rule change. I don't, I'm sure there is somewhere because it's just the way that the culture is, but there's got to be somewhere in the CSP about hanging out on the Tizo, right? Cause you never see anybody hanging out there and it's such a cool place. I always kind of wanted to see somebody just like set up a lawn chair in the middle of the Tizo, like right on the grass and just like post up with like a speaker and a cooler full of drinks or something, and just see what happens. It's so much. It's so much room for activities, and nobody uses it. I know. So what I think they should do is, and even if it's not a CSP rule change, definitely just from the top, like a funding thing, like an MWR thing. Let's get it. Let's turn it into a little park. Let's get some vendors out there. Let's get some guys like selling hot dogs. I don't know. Hot get dog like guys. A, yeah, like a beer truck. I don't know something. I think that'd be a lot of fun. And then because. I just, there's so, there are, there's so many opportunities. I think if you set up a slip and slide going from Spirit Hill all the way down, that could be really fun. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yep. And the whole thing is, is like they say that, oh, we're trying to preserve the Tizo. We want to keep it nice. We want to keep it like pristine and all that stuff. Can you imagine if you were allowed to hang out in the, uh, in the Air Gardens fountains? Like I jumped in there, obviously awesome. only one time I jumped in there in my entire cadet career. And, Granted, it was like one of those things where it was a snowstorm when I jumped in. But you know what? I was like, this is kind of nice. I can get used to this. So yeah. go, go for a swim, drink a couple beers, hit the slip and slide. That's fun. And I think it's a, I think it's a time thing too. Like I think back in the day – actually, I know back in the day they were allowed to like drive up the Bring Me Men ramp like straight to their dorm on the weekends and just park if they wanted to. Yeah. So I think it's just kind of like happened over time where people have stopped using it. So someone be the first one to just kind of break, put a little hole in the dam and just get this waterfall going again, where if one person does it, you know, if everyone's parking up there and partying, what are they going to do? Can't kick everybody out. Yeah, that's true. I, th- I do. Th- I like that too. The strength and number thing it, like if they literally had all 4,000 cadets out there at the same time, just kind of like hanging out and partying. And then it's one of those things where the worst thing that you can do as permanent party to cadets is restrict them. But if you restrict everybody and they just keep hanging out on the Tizo, I think it'd be funny. It'd be like the weirdest protest ever. And I think at the end of the day, Permanent Party kind of couldn't get mad. Yeah, it's unity. Yeah. Well, the wing is coming together. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's keep going. Uh, Cadet consent disenroll. So this week we're going to talk. Dude, we are such a bummer. We have to, next week, after we beat the hell out of Navy, we need to have like the most positive podcast ever. Because right now we're talking, we're, we're talking restricted activities. So <laughs> you're restricted. Hey, it's making the best. It's making the best of being restrict, restricted. Yeah. Okay. Let's call this this. We're gonna officially title this the Scumbag Podcast. Like, if you've ever been in a situation where you're like restricted and you're just trying to live your life and make the best out of it, that's what this podcast is for. Like, you're you're always wearing the uniform. You're always eating Mitch's. We're trying to make this good for you. So let's talk restricted activities. The three I'm going to give to you are uh, climbing Eagles Peak, going to the bowling alley, okay. and going to the golf course. And the thing is, is about the rules, I'm not going to set any stipulations. Like, I'm not going to give you a scenario. Like, it's not like this can be you – can, you can give it whatever scenario you want. So it can be like, oh, the freshmen who are just restricted as a class, or you can be like a, a firstie who got in trouble for, like, 
I don't know, whatever. Um, so we'll just okay. call it that. So yeah. you can make up the rules and say whatever you want, like if you have to wear a uniform for it or not, whatever. So go ahead. All right. All right, so right off the bat, I'm going to just start with disenroll. Okay. I am disenrolling Eagles Peak from the start, okay. and I think you'd agree with me on that one. Um, uh, here's, yeah. here's how Eagles Peak goes down. About once a month, you've got the kid in your squadron that's going to go door-to-door on like a Thursday, knocking on people's doors, typically trying to scout out the people he knows don't leave on the weekends, so maybe he's going to try and pick you out as a restricted kid. And he's going to try and convince you to leave and wake up on a Saturday morning at like 3 a.m. to get to the base of Eagle's Peak by 3.30 so you can hike up there. It takes like an hour and a half. And then you're up there for the sunrise. And it's freezing cold no matter no matter if it's August in Colorado. It's going to be freezing cold because you're up so early. Yeah. And you know what you get out of it? You get a picture at the top of Eagle's Peak wearing PC gear to post on your Facebook. That's all you get out of it. But it's not worth it's not worth the climb. I'll tell you that right now because you can just find a picture of Eagle's Peak on Google and just post that and pretend like you were there the whole time. It sucks. It's cold. Um, and you're probably hanging out with the weird kid that wanted to leave at 3 in the morning on a Saturday. See, I agree with you. But at the same time, I will say that you have to do it one time. You have. I was to just do about to say that. One. You have to do it once. And like, so – if you're somebody like me who does just blatantly does not enjoy that kind of thing, the only time you'll ever do it is if you're restricted. That is <laughs> literally true. the only time. And actually, but it's funny that as we a cadet consent disenroll. Yeah, true, true. And then especially compared to the other options, but yeah, come on. <laughs> yeah. All right, so go ahead. Maybe I would put that as consent. All right. I don't know. Anyway, I'm going to consent to the golf course. Um. I like golfing. I'm not a big golf guy. You know, it's something I like to do probably biannually, if we're being realistic. And so uh, maybe it's just a little personal thing. So I'm not like a big golfer. You know, I get tired after like three holes, and then I start doing Happy Gilmore swings for the rest of it just to entertain myself. Yeah, It's also expensive. I lose like, you know, probably like 15 balls every time I play. So that's like 40 bucks right there. Let's be real. You're the guy that takes balls from the driving range. Well, that's why. I don't. It's weird. All my balls are yellow with a black ring around them. I don't know why. <laughs> and they say practice on them. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't really know. I can't confirm or deny that. I'm just letting you know what kind of golf balls I use. Yeah. Um, the other thing is, if you are really restricted, you're probably there in PC gear, looking like a jabroni, and you can't indulge in one of the best parts about the Usafa Golf Course, which is buying drinks from the little golf cart lady. Who yep. goes around selling alcoholic Bud Light beverages? Shout out to Julie. Um, She's the best. <laughs> so I'm going to consent to that. It's something I like to do every once in a while, but uh, not consistently. Finally, uh, I'm going to cadate the bowling alley. A lot of options with the bowling alley. Um, you know, no matter rain or shine, you can be in there. You know, just tossing some tossing some uh, morsels down the alley, striking some pins, and. Uh, they have food. They have alcoholic beverages. You can just kind of chill, hang out with your friends, and it's just a good spot. It's something you can do every week, pretty much, and not get tired of it. Um. Yeah, I like that. I'm. I think the cool one, with, the cool thing about this one is that it wasn't so obvious. Cause see, if I was, if I had that one, I would 
Cadet, the bowling alley, I or the, the golf course, uh, Consent, Eagles Peak, and then Disenroll, the bowling alley. But I, I like I I think it's like reasonable either way. So yeah. Yeah. So anyways, all right. So props to me. Are you ready for Good yours? Yeah. Let's let's hear them. All right. Restricted activities and. Again, we were kind of talking about this a little bit. I don't know if all of these things are still around. So for you young bucks, we'll, I'll give a quick kind of overview of what it is. The first one's obvious. It's a squadron dining in. Everybody knows what that is. Um, for the And again, you can kind of make it however you want. I'll leave it up to you. Uh, the second one is, it was called like the Radex Club. And it was like Radex movies at A-Hall. And as far as I remember, we would get an email on like Friday mornings or Thursday nights, and they would be playing like every Transformers every every Friday night in a hall on the big screen. Yeah. And then uh, the last one, which I think we only had freshman year, or maybe I just forgot about it, was called uh, Alley Night. It was like this like dance club thing near a hall that freshmen could go to, and you would just see all these like groups of kids in PC gear on the Friday night going to Alley Night. And I remember I went to Godfather's one time and I walked by and there was just like lasers going everywhere. <laughs> it was like, it looked like a, looked like a, a club for C4Cs only. Yeah. So, you, okay. So, and then what's the last one? That's all three. Squadron Dining In, okay. Radix Movies at A-Hall, and then Alley Night. Um, all right. So I'm going to cadate Radix Movies. That... I went to a couple of those, and I will, and I think the reason why is because you can turn that into a day if you're, especially like right after basic. Like I would say, right around this time of year, like when I was a freshman, was exactly when I would go do those because you could just go out to a hall, have Subway for breakfast, Godfather for lunch, and then go go watch like six hours of Radex movies because they would usually show like three True. of them, and it was like dark and chill, and you could like. Just hang out, and not, if you had like an annoying roommate or something, you didn't have to hang out with them. So I like that. That's that's an easy one. Um, I am going to consent, and this is actually where it gets hard for me because I don't like the last two options. Uh, but I'm gonna consent <laughs> to the squadron dining in. So the thing about the squadron dining in that you have to realize is that nine times out of ten, uh, if you're doing a squadron dining in, it's because someone in your and, and when you say squadron, it's usually gonna be element. Or flight. True. Usually yeah. It's up to you. Yeah. If we're doing the dining in, then it's because someone can't leave. And so sometimes it's like the <laughs> freshman. If yeah. it's the freshman, okay, whatever. But if it's like you're like the junior who's restricted for something, then you kind of like suck to everybody else, especially the freshmen who just want to be able to get out. Because like you obviously don't need to sign out if you're going on a dining out. Um, and so it's just like, all right, man, like the reason why we're staying in and eating Chick-fil-A versus going to like Texas Roadhouse and just sucking down cinnamon butter is because this kid got, had a 30-30-Y or whatever. So Yeah. But I'm going to consent that because at the same time, like, if you're kind of a sadistic kid, like, let's say you're a freshman and you just, like, hate everybody or whatever, you can, I guess, just get in trouble and be like, yeah, let's do a dining in. So I like that. And the reason why I picked that over Alley Night, I am going to disenroll Alley Night because I hate dancing. Uh, I think it's really... <laughs> I think it's weird that anybody would want to go down and uh, and do that. And it's and I'm not like I'm not hating on people who do it. Like whatever, dude, that's your thing. But I will say more than alley night, there was also other things like walking back from Haps. I would see kids at like ballroom dancing and like all these other kind of oh, dancing yeah. things. 
I, I don't want to go off on like a whole thing right now, but um, I think dancing is just weird. So we'll just leave it at that. If you have any questions about that, hit the DMs and I'll just give you the whole spiel on that. But I think it's weird. So that's my Kadei Consent Disenroll. Um, let's, I like let's, it. Yeah. Let's roll into minutes and close this thing out. Uh, Arch, can you please do what you do best and let him know what the uniform of the day is? Anything you can find on fastneatbelowaverage.bigcartel.com. Uh, there actually are going to be some new products coming out now. I feel like I say that every week, but we just try and ke- like to keep things fresh. We have a new logo. Um, it's kind of representative of we feel we, – we weren't soups pins, guys. You know, So we're kind of trying to give ourselves the soups pin with FNBA's version of it. So uh, look out for a few things popping out here, some fall attire, some sweatshirts, crewnecks, things like that. Um, so that's kind of uniform of the day. Yeah, cool. Also, we do get your guys' requests for us to get other kinds of gear in there. The way we decide to put up gear, we understand, we know, we have all the ideas, we think the same thing you guys do. Um, but it's we put up things that we think that people will buy and stuff that we can easily manufacture at a reasonable price. Uh, it took us forever to get flags up there because um, finding a place that will do it for an inexpensive rate is uh, is tough. So uh, if you guys like what we're doing and you want to see more stuff, the best way you can support it is to buy it because we reinvest everything that we make into the company and uh, and basically give it back to you with all these events that we're doing. And so just segueing into that, the events that we are supporting for, we have three of them leading up to Army the Army weekend. This Thursday we have a party. Uh, we are not going to be at it. The founders, um, Archie and I, Kamish, are not going to be at the party at HAPS, um, but we do have two wonderful interns who are cadets, and they're going to be hosting it. We've given up, uh, I don't know how much it was, it was like something like 20 shirts and like 20 hats and 50 koozies and like a flag are all going to be given out. Uh, koozies are first come, first serve. Uh, like, I guess we're doing everything else as a raffle, so... It's going to be awesome. Make sure you're out there at HAPS Thursday night. The fun starts at 8. And then also, you've heard it a million times, November 3rd at the Thirsty Parrot all night. We're going to be having a party there. Sponsored by FNBA in partnership with the Thirsty Parrot. And we're going to be once again having free gear, um, exclusive gear that we're never going to make again. So come out for that. Drink specials. Our own DJ. It's going to be a lot of fun. And then the next day on the 4th, a Bud Light sponsored tailgate. Tons and tons of free Bud Light. As you guys know, cadets please do not come asking for beer because guess what? We're going <laughs> to give it to you. All right. So if you want to drink and you're a cadet, come Wait, you, out. I think you misspoke. Yeah, no, we're definitely going to give out beer to everyone who's a cadet except for right, cadets. We're not so. going to give yep, okay, we're no, we're it. We're not giving out any beer. Wink. So don't come out if you're a cadet and try and drink with us, but do come out and hang out with us because there's a chance you might get some beer. You'll never know uh, unless you come. So that's basically what we have coming out. We're really excited to bring that to you. Uh, let us know if you have any suggestions. Let us know if you want to see anything out there. And thank you guys so much for listening. Is there anything else you have? No. All right. See you guys sorry. next week. Yeah, Keep sorry for being a little bit of a bummer. We'll come back strong next week. Let's go, Air Force. Sink the hell out of Navy. Bye. Sink Navy. All right. See you guys. So, yeah, I can be a pilot. At the Air Force Academy, I can be anything. Army and Navy, play for second. That's a long, big, beautiful some grit, you have some perseverance. I'll tell you what, you can do it now all areas of life. That's just the way you gotta compete. Welcome to Thin Air.
Yeah, yeah.